The WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Look, download the DraftKings app now and use code SGP. New customers can get can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they just bet $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code SGP. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million in prizes with Best Ball Mania 4. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. And finally, we're brought to you by our College Football Bankroll Challenge. Up to $3,000 up for grabs. Get all the in, all the details, all the information, everything you need at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. Yes, sir. We are back for another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no guy. It's me, really real, Villarreal Terrell from Virginia here at your service. Whoa, I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. But now I'm ready. Come to bring me my money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. And so, I mean, I we know. We know what's happening on this show right now. If you are listening and you've come back, we know why you've come back. We know what's going on in the show right now. Don't say anything. Just let it ride. That's it. Just let it ride. I, I know, already did. I got- on, on Twitter, <laughs> and, and you know we're we're gonna pray the gambling gods really like forgave Scott of that outburst. He didn't mean it, you know. It, there was a moment, and everybody has their moments, but it's fine. It's perfectly fine. Scott Studio, Rochelle, people. Scotty, beat me up. Doing pretty well. Uh, looking forward to the card tonight. That's kind of the scary part with the outburst ad on Twitter because we both really, really like this card. So it's either going to go really well or really poorly. But it's three games that I know we're interested in betting, probably all three of them, to be honest. But should be fun. Still some playoff implications for some teams. A couple teams are going to talk about t- some tanking implications, let's put it that way. But should be a fun slate of games. Looking forward to it. Very much so. And, you know, just to go ahead and give the recap of what we did last episode here, I have us down for, well, hold on. There we go. So I have to break out the drop because handle business on the last episode, lock, mix, sticks, links, under 162 and a half. They made us sweat for that one, man. They really did, but that one came in in the end. Dog, we both took the same dog. NECA, 10 plus rebounds, plus 175. I actually was nervous about that one, too, in the beginning, and that that 
came through. But who who did not have me worried at all was Azaree Stevens, over fit, five and a half rebounds. She had six in the first half. You ain't even have to worry about it. So Scott Cash's lock, Cash's dog, lock was dream minus eight and a half. That was easy. Again, we double dog neck a double re uh, ten rebounds, and Scott had Azaree over twelve and a half points. She finished with nine after going what was it four for fifteen something yeah. like that. She went four for fifteen. She had the volume. She just couldn't make a shot to save her life. But the, the dream was just funny. By the way, eight and a um, half is such a just such a hilarious one, and we're gonna talk about that game in a second. But I know the dream aren't the best team based on recent form. The Mercury are one and sixteen on the road, like eight and a half. Really, <laughs> they're up twenty something at halftime. I, I... <laughs> boy, oh boy! All right, underdog pick streak ends at two. We did not get the underdog contest last time, but it's fine. They're six to one every time, so we're still up a little bit. We can come in here and try to win another one. So. Okay, day there. We had an all right there, day there. Don't have, you know, nothing to brag home belt. Just letting it ride. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about, like, let's just dig into the slate here because the Phoenix Mercury are on the road again playing the Connecticut Sun again. Minus 10 is where the line opened. It is now currently up to minus 10. 12 and a half. I saw some 13 and a halves out there, actually. 156 and a half is the opening line for the total, and it stayed true to that line. If I can pull up an injury report here, and let's see. I have for the Connecticut Sun, Dijanae Carrington is doubtful with that foot injury. I don't think she's playing. I also, so Dijanae Carrington posted a picture of her and um, Nalisa Smith together the other day and i was just scrolling through my timeline and i saw the picture on on her story and i'm like wait neither one of y'all are like playing each other or playing anywhere near each other so somebody flew out to the other and i have not figured out what what happened there i think it's dejanay and she's just not ready to go with that foot injury so i'm gonna go ahead and say more likely than not you're gonna see an out of this game but we've seen WNBA injuries before so potentially not I don't, I don't think she's going to play either. Uh, I don't know what the point is. I went through the standings just to clarify what exactly the Sun are playing for. The argument is not much because, in theory, they can catch the Liberty for the two seed. There's like five games left. They're four behind. They're not catching the Liberty. The Liberty win mm-hmm. one more game. They clinch a top two spot. But in theory, they can catch the Liberty. I'm not sure if the Wings can actually catch the Sun because they're five back with five games to go. It's tied 2-2 in the head-to-head, but it goes by conference uh, win percentage as the second tiebreaker, and the Sun are way ahead of the Wings. So uh, the Wings are based, I don't want to say locked into the four, but it seems like Connecticut's basically locked into the three, but not officially. So they might still try just to see if maybe they can put the pressure on the Liberty. You think they're going to care or no? Uh, I... Uh... 
I mean, I don't think they really have anything. To... They also have never beaten them. They've not beaten the Mercury yet this season. The Mercury are just two and zero. Okay, and, and that's ultimately what I think it is. Like I think they're just going to accidentally win this game. Like I, I, I don't think that it's going to be a you know we had to try or anything like that. Like the Mercury are so bad. I didn't even get to finish the injury report here. You still got Sophie Cunningham who was out. You have Diane Tarasi's questionable with the toe injury. She ended up leaving that game early against the Dream. And there's no way she's going to play, right? I, I don't think so. 13 minutes. Like, why let's, would you even let's, bother? Let's go back and check underdog and see if underdog has any more up to do's updates. But I mean, I don't think she's going to play, but she missed the two previous games. Then she came back to play against the dream, played 13 minutes, scored zero points and said, I'm out of here. My toe is bothering me. She's still in her forties. There's nothing to play for. We've, we've said this before, regardless of who you think's actually going to leave college early, potentially to join the league. Why would you not be tanking? You're one game ahead of Seattle. You're already out of a playoff spot. Why would you not try to lose every game? Uh, yeah. There's I no mean, lottery. You're guaranteed yeah. first pick. Yeah, I mean, I I would assume. I I just don't think that they're. I, I don't think. Well, we I've already said it that I'm just taking blindly taking every team, no matter. Yeah, we texted it after, during the, the dream game. Like we're just yeah, fading so. the Mercury every game. So. Yeah, I, and that's basically where I'm at here. I really don't have any handicap, no numbers to tell you. This like you just watch them. This team sucks. Like this team sucks. The only thing that I was probably going to try to do is I was thinking about taking that team total under again, but this one is at seventy one and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if they scored like sixty seven, sixty eight, sixty nine nice points, but. There might be a lot of garbage time involved, so Canadian yeah. defense might check out at some point. Yeah, and, and why would they care defensively? They just, they know they're going to put up like ninety points on this team. So I, I'm all over the sun here. I, I really don't have anything to talk about. Give me Sun first half minus seven and a half because as we saw from that first half yesterday, this Mercury team again really really bad in the first half, especially on the road four and twelve on the season to that metric. So. I, I don't know what you want from me, guys. This is going to be a slobber knocker, as JR would say. I'm on the sun. I've faded the Mercury on the road for a lot of the season. I did mention before the Mercury are 2-0 against the sun. Both games were in Phoenix, so the one road win was not against Connecticut. Don't worry. But I do think, once again, traveling has been, I can't even say the Achilles heel of this team because they're bad at everything, but they're one of the worst road teams in the history of the league. 1-16 on the road. You're against Connecticut, who's the top three team in the league. I'm not sure if, if Connecticut's just going to wave the flag on getting the three seed, but at least for pride purposes, you should probably beat the team that's in last place at least once this season. You're 0-2. I think Connecticut brings it personally. Uh, so I'll take Connecticut once again, full game. I know the halftime full game is like minus 300 if you want to go for a parlay piece, which I like too, but... The Mercury trailed by 20-plus points against the Dream, who were not playing good basketball entering that last game. They didn't care. They were down like 19 points after the first quarter. There's nothing to like about Phoenix, and Connecticut still has Bonner. They still have AT. Maybe it's an AT triple-double game. We'll see, but there's nothing to like about this Phoenix team. Give me the Sun winning by 15-plus. They might win by 30. Who knows? But I think they'll win by 15-plus. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I really don't have like anything else. I'm lo- I'm over here trying to draft in a dynasty league and do this at the same time. It's really hilarious. But is this your <laughs> home league or you're doing an SGP draft? No, this is a this is a home league. This is new. We're it's a dynasty startup and currently you're doing a dynasty startup draft on Thursday at 11 a.m. Yep. Okay, uh, I'm I'm a night draft guy. Oh no! Oh, so it's like everybody's got different times, so it's a slow draft, and it's supposed to take us all the way to season start, basically. But there now, everybody doesn't want to play two QB anymore, so now we're every we might be starting this draft over. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Maybe oh, maybe I'm a night draft guy because I'm always sleeping during the day. That could be a reason. Why. Yeah, yeah, night owl. Yeah, gotta get a vampire drop for Scott here. All right. I, I can't say, I mean, I really didn't have, I didn't even need to look up anything. There was no, I, I just couldn't think of a number, maybe 19 and a half, but I don't know. I couldn't think of a number that they could have gave the Connecticut Sun that I wouldn't have taken here. So Phoenix exact is actually in danger pretty much every game losing by 20 plus points because there's no reason for them to care. We've talked yep. about this in years past in the NBA, whether it's the Wemby sweepstakes, whether it was before the anti-tanking laws, which, I don't think exists in WNBA. I've never seen a team get fined in the W for tanking before. But once again, with no lottery, every team that has nothing to play for from this point forward has no incentive to try. So the Sun could lose every game by 30. We saw them lose to the Sparks by 30 a couple games ago. I think the Mercury once again bury this team. So yeah, I don't have much more to add. As for props, <laughs> you said it backwards. <laughs> you said it backwards. Sorry, I, yeah, the Mercury have nothing to play for. So I think they're going to the get buried. Sun, so you think the Sun going to the bury, Sun are so going to bury them by by potentially thirty? Yeah, sorry, but you know. But what before I meant. we talk about total props, all that stuff, got to talk to you about the college football bankroll challenge because college football is back and we're celebrating uh, to celebrate. SGPN is giving away a bunch of cash in our college football bankroll challenge this is how you enter it's free it's season long thousand dollars to first place five hundred dollars to second but if you are a patron sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash patron then the prize is double so you can get two thousand dollars for first place and a thousand dollars for second place look Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. That's going to give you everything you need to sign up. Or you can just go to the app and sign up in our app, sg.pn slash app. We're also brought to you by DraftKings because you can also bet $5 on any college football bet and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Look, my Vegas Dave super whale play of the day. First quarter, UCF, minus seven and a half. Kent State's breaking in a new quarterback. They're breaking in a new head coach. This is a completely different team. They are not ready for this UCF team who's playing their first game in the Big 12. First game in the Big 12. They're going to go out there and try to make a statement. Shout out to my guy, John Rice Plumley. I have UCF covering the number in the first half, minus seven and a half. First quarter. You mean. First quarter, yes. Thank you. First quarter, minus seven and a half. And that is that five dollars there. You get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. You don't even have to wait for that quarter to be over. You get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. I, I was smooth during that like, that end part. I was I was smooth mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that was real solid. That that little like disclaimer part at the end. I, I killed that. I ain't even gonna hold you. All right, Los Angeles Sparks. Well, you said you want to talk about props. Oh yeah, we do got props. I for, I forgot we do got props. Uh, oh, under for the game. By the, the way, under for the game. Just under for the game. I don't trust the Mercury score, even though I'm kind of scared to take their team total. I don't trust them to score. I think that max seventy five points. I'm interested in going back to the well with the under on Griner. I know for the parlay we gave out, we had the under in PRA, and that wasn't even close. You went well under, but I don't know, once again, why the Mercury... Look, if you're not going to play Tarazi and Cunningham's injured and all these other players are injured, I don't know when you start limiting the minutes Griner's going to play. She went AWOL midway through the season for you know mental health reasons. Makes sense, but I do wonder, once again... If she's just, you know, not going to make that much of an impact at this point of the season because your team is so far in the basement, why would you keep playing Griner like 30 plus uh-huh. minutes a game? I, I, yeah. I don't see the point. So I like Griner under in this one. I think her points prop was like 16 and a half. We know she doesn't rebound anyway, but I don't know why she'd play more than like 25 minutes. This team should be tanking. They dropped her two points too. We got her PRA at 27 and a half. What'd you have last game? Like underdog. It, yeah, I think it was something like that. Like I think it was a point where I was like, uh, kind of concerned, but then she just wasn't playing again. I was like, oh, all no. Right, like I assume they're gonna get killed, and she's gonna get pulled in the fourth, like before the fourth. quarter. She did play kind of late in that game, though. She was like in the fourth quarter, about. Oh, so she was trying to stat pad at the end. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't call a stat pad because she didn't stat. Anything. She didn't actually accumulate. <laughs> she didn't stat. pad anything. She yeah, to, she yeah. was out there, but she didn't pad anything. So I can't even call it stat padding. Uh. Underdog is smart, and that's the only Mercury player they gave you. I well, that means Taraz is probably not going to play, which is what we assumed would happen. Yeah, she was questionable last time, and they still gave a line. I was wondering if we was going to uh, head pop them again for that, but nope, they learned their lesson with her only playing thirteen minutes. I do the same. All right, I wish I, did, I wish I could take the under, go back in time, and take her unders if they popped up because I knew that she was going to do basically nothing in that game. And I know, man. I was looking at it and I didn't say it. Nah, it's brutal. Yep. All right, they have boosted Alyssa Thomas stats from last game. Uh, we got her at last game nine and a half rebounds, seven and a half assists. Both of them are now plus money. Ten and a half rebounds at plus one hundred four. Eight and a half assists at plus one ten. I'm not scared. I mean, the only thing that could potentially scare me is if she gets pulled, but I don't even think she's going to get pulled because she's in an MVP race. I know the Mercury this season have actually been very good at preventing assists, but I am I still think AT went over in the last game against the Mercury. I think she had eight. At least her prop for that game was seven and a half. So she has gone over a prop against this team, but that was when the Mercury were trying. Like, this is such a slippery slope for an AT triple-double in three quarters because if... The Suns show any effort at all, especially from AT, they're going to out-hustle the Mercury in every aspect of the game, not to mention all the backups playing for Phoenix anyway. I think AT triple-double is pretty live here. We think she should win MVP. I'm not sure if she's going to, but there's not many games on the card tonight. You know, Asia's playing tonight. She might be in the running as well, but do you have a chance to, you know, maybe give yourself a good performance to cement your case? I think a triple-double makes a lot of sense here. 
at home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 this feels like a triple double in three quarters. It really does. Yeah. Plus 360. Yeah. AT triple double. Take the over on the props. Cash two plus money bet. Yeah. I, I, at this, I, I, what did I do? I parlayed the over in her rebounds and her assists last time, and it was a nice cash. I just can't see myself not doing that again. I can't see myself what, not doing yeah. that for the rest of the season, to be honest. I was going like, to ask, though, what's, what's the Bonner prop for points? I have her at 17.5. Okay. I was going to lean to the under, but 17.5 does feel about right. I was hoping it'd be in the 20s. But I don't know, because the thing is, AT can get assists from anybody. As long as they make mm-hmm. baskets. I just don't know why they would force the ball to Bonner when Griner is actually a, a decent defensive player, but the guards for Phoenix are terrible, at least defensively. I, I could see a lot of made yeah. threes here, but I think you're going to spread the wealth offensively for for uh, feels like a, Connecticut offensively. Feels like a Tiffany Hayes day. Yeah, feels like a fair. Tiffany Hayes day. All right. Let's see here. Well, we kind of spent a little while on that. So, Got to talk to you about Underdog Fantasy because Best Ball Mania 4, you have until September 7th to go ahead and get your fantasy football teams and best ball drafted. I know I'm getting down because I want a chance at $15 million. And, you know, this this is probably the year. This is the I feel like this is the year I can take down a $3 million first prize. I promise you, if I do, you probably won't. Well, mm, if you see me, I'll probably be on a beach doing this show for like the next year straight. Retired real? Like, yeah. Ooh, retired real. Rail. That's a nice great. ring to it. Retired rail. Yeah, retired rail has a great ring to it. Oh my gosh. Retired rail. That is my new nickname. Thank you, Scott. All right. That's going to happen when I take the $3 million. But you can all play for second place in Best Ball Mania 4. And if you are a new customer, you can use promo code SGPN on your first deposit and get it doubled up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And then we're also brought to you by our Patreon. I told you we have the NFL win totals contest. You can get your college football uh, bankroll contest doubled through the Patreon. You can get... Exclusive podcasts, exclusive tools, all of this stuff, a whole bunch of great stuff in the Patreon, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right. Now we move over to the Los Angeles eight, not aces. Wow. Los Angeles aces. The Los Angeles Sparks at home. The aces are playing today, too. So they are fair. It was, it, I kind of was looking at both. They're both at the same time. I was trying to decide which one I was going to talk about first, but I chose the Sparks. Sparks at home. Welcome in the Seattle Storm. One more time. I got them. I just like this one. I like this drop. All right. Open up minus five and a half. It's minus six and a half. 159 and a half is the total in this one. That come down a point from 160 and a half. Looking at the injury report for this and clean injury report for Seattle Storm. Over here, looking at the Los Angeles Sparks and Larisha Clarendon is out for health and safety protocols. Lexi Brown is out for the season with that illness. We hope she's okay. Shanae Ogumake is still out with that foot injury. We know Nia Cloudin and uh, Carly Lou Samson were out for the season as well. So uh, Clarendon out. Brown out. Brown's been out for a while, but Clarendon's relatively new. She didn't play that last game. I don't even think we handicapped that. And so, I mean. Such a rough loss for them last game. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It really is. But it's like this is the this is the bounce but they have to bounce back here. There's there's no way. Like there's no way they lose this one too. With the situation that you're in and let wait, let's just go back and read off the standings because Chicago did themselves a major favor, a huge favor. And so let's They're half a game here. up on Chicago. Yeah, a half a game up, 15 and 20. Chicago's 15, 21. They need to get a win here. Like, absolutely need to get a win here and just keep that separation away from Chicago. I mean, again, there's only two teams eliminated from the playoffs at this point. We just talked about the first one, and now we're talking about the second one. Jewel Lloyd's my guy, but you guys got it. You just lost Brianna Stewart this season. You've actually kind of played better. You kind of played better than we gave you credit for. I'm not going to hold you. They were good ATS. They didn't. They won about as many games I thought they'd win. But yeah. Jewel Lloyd carried them for a couple of wins they probably didn't deserve, which makes sense. But still, yeah, I I can't get behind the Seattle Storm here in this spot at all. This is just the ultimate bounce back. If the Sparks lose here, one. This is just brutal for our Sparks two to one to make the playoffs. Hey, if they lose this game, that's just brutal for this two to one playoff bet. But I just they need this win. They really, really need this win. I I'm not scared. Give me the Sparks minus six and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Once again, motivation's a concern. The Storm have one really good player. You could argue one and a half if you're a fan of uh, Ezzy, who's pretty solid. Easy, yeah, I like Easy. Uh, I, I think she's solid too, but yeah, you know, yeah, my point. I, I don't think uh-huh. that Seattle's a good team, which is why this record is very poor for the Storm. But it's motivation. They have nothing to play for, and I mentioned before the Mercury should be tanking. Keywords should. You don't know how much pride is going to play a factor, but to read off some of the people that are projected to be in the upcoming draft, uh-huh. Caitlin Clark, potentially. Beckers, who I know has been injured, but still, she's supposed to potentially come out into the draft. She's Angel Reese... I can't forget about Angel over there. There's a couple yeah. of really good players, like potentially franchise-altering yeah. players here. You have Jewel Lloyd. Maybe you can get Clark. Maybe you can get Reese, but you shouldn't try to sabotage it. So they should be having a race to the finish with the Mercury for tanking every game. I think the Storm, once again, might roll over. I know Lloyd, once again, might have a lot of pride and they might play her 30 minutes anyway. I don't know why you'd bother. She's done so much for you this season. I don't know why you'd even bother letting her stat pad at this point. I have questions about the focus for the Storm. The Sparks are all in. They're more focused than any other team in the league at this point, besides maybe Chicago. So give me the Sparks to win this comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. I, Sparks. I, I think we now. I am still playing the Storm how I always play the Storm. Yeah, you can and, live bet them when it's the yep, lines like. Wait for them to go down 10, 15, something like that. Yeah. And then I'm coming in on a live number. Absolutely. Still doing that, but here's six and a half. I, I don't think so. I think they I think they get buried. It, I mean, at, at one point, it's just like a motivational factor. Like, what's the point? Yeah. It's really no point. All right. Moving on. Do you have any props? Because I am not sure if I have I much. Like under in this game. I know, I know Azure is going to immediately drop 20 points in this game because she went four for 15 last game. So you can, you can uh-huh. plan that however you want, but I'm trying to think what else I want. Like, do I want to make a case for Canada assists? I think that the Sparks could really do whatever they want offensively. The Storm have allowed 90-plus points in three straight games. So there is a lot of points to be had here. The problem is the Sparks have really not been great at scoring lately. 
They did bury the Mercury, though, a team that I know is worse than the Storm, but uh-huh. a team that had no motivation. Do I want to make a case for Jordan Canada assists? It's at six and a half at minus 110. She's had over this number in seven of the last 10. I once again think the Sparks can score a bunch of points in this game. Uh, can I see a NECA double-double game? Like, I, There's a couple of props that I might be intrigued by or at least easily persuaded into taking. You have anything that NECA double-doubles at minus 135? That doesn't sound right. For NECA? Yeah, it says they're double doubles. That they be cheating, man. They really do. For that like, reason, how do you, I'm out. yeah. Like, how is she minus one thirty five for a double double? And her prop for rebounds is at minus one hundred two for eight and a half. Like, scam. it's juice to the under, actually. Yeah, this is scam. Uh, We've seen Fandle do this before, so I can't believe people actually bet that. Like, I a reminder that we're all brought to you by DraftKings. Very much so. And that's where that's where you get the best line for this. So I uh I think that could do they have a Canada double double problem? I'm kind of tempted by those ten plus assists. Probably can make one. Uh let's see here. Jordan Canada. First of all, do you think I'm out of my mind for considering it? No, I don't. I I, I think that the I think that they're going to be able to do well in the parlay machine. They got her at plus four fifty for ten assists. I put ten points in ten assists and got plus four seventy five. Okay, I wouldn't mind that for a double double prop. Actually, I think it's that bad. I'm trying to think if it should be higher or not. But once again, we the Storm have given up ninety plus points in three straight. They're not going to try to guard anybody. So if you're expecting a lot of points, taking the point guard to get a bunch of assists tends to have some merit. Yeah, it, I think this is easy. Canada assists. Neca oh, the Canada tennis is regular on bet three six five is plus five fifty. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I'll take that five fifty for tennis. Yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, she has a chance. She has a chance. But so the only thing that I did notice is with uh, Clarendon out, Jasmine Thomas was inserted into the starting lineup. So that's another point guard handling the ball. So they're effectively starting two point guards now. That could okay. that could be the only way that I could see how she doesn't get there is because I think when I was watching early that game, I did make a note of it because I was curious if they were going to have Jasmine Thomas props available. She had four assists very, very early in that game. Like it was one point she had four and like Canada had one. So it might uh, not get there. But once again, I'm trying to take a spin with a team that should score a bunch. Yeah, of no, no, no. It's still, it's still a good call. But yeah. if it doesn't get there, it's because Jasmine Thomas. I'm 100 percent. I do not see Thomas props here. No, don't. They win. Sure. They're scared. All right, I would have definitely took her assist over. She had four like the first quarter. Like, mm. I remember that. All right, so we have, yeah, I can't touch anything on Seattle side, but NECA points I'm interested in, NECA rebounds I'm interested in, Jordan Canada assists I'm interested in. It's pretty much it in here. And I like the under because I think that, I, I, I don't think that Seattle's going to score, score. I don't. And Spartan's been pretty good defensively recently, so. Can I interest you in a Jewel Lloyd under 24 and a half if you think there's a chance she gets pulled? No. Okay. I know yeah. Jewel's your girl. I was just going to ask. Yeah. No. Okay. Close, but no. All right. Let's see here. Last game of the slate. Washington Mystics 
for the rematch against the Aces, this time in Las Vegas, minus 10.5 for the Aces. Opened up at minus 7.5. I'm actually really kicking myself that I wasn't up in the middle of the night to catch that minus 7.5. 167.5 is the total. It's actually come up one point from 166.5. Injury report here for these two teams. And same injury report as always for the Aces. They're pretty clean. For the Mystics, it looks like they have nothing to report. Oh, man. Aces have lost their last two, including a game on the road to the Mystics. This time, the Mystics are on the road, though. I Well, I, I do want to ask you about that. How much of the road struggles are you actually going to use in your handicap when they were missing half it. their team for two months? I, I mean, they had they had road struggles way they before did. that. They <laughs> so I, that's I'm the only asking. reason I'm like it doesn't even matter. Like it, it, Jordan Canada's old team is the Seattle Storm. Very much good, good call there, Dean. Very, very much so is her old team. So nice little revenge spot. But so you are still yeah. factoring in the road struggles, even though they. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I'm saying because you look at all the metrics and everything, they are inflated pretty heavily based on how useless they were for the last month. They weren't good on the road beforehand, but the numbers got a lot worse when everyone was injured. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it was still bad. Like, it was yeah, still bad. It wasn't, it wasn't nothing that I wanted to back. So, I, yeah, they're still a bad road team. So I really didn't want to look their way on the road at all. And uh, this Aces team has got to get right. The only thing I'm concerned about about the Aces is the fact that they are still kind of reeling excuse me, they're still kind of reeling from this crazy schedule that they had where they played a whole bunch of games in a very small time span. And Becky Hammond talked about, you know, the fatigue of her team during this time and trying to kind of push through. But uh, the Liberty went through a stretch just like this one, literally just like this one. And the last game of that stretch was a game against the Aces at home and they buried them and got the rest and then went and started the second half of their season. I, I think that this is a good opportunity for the aces to kind of do the same thing, come back home, bury a mystic team that's already bad on the road that, you know, still putting the pieces of their team together. You're getting the revenge spot. You're getting a chance to get a win after losing two straight. I am here. To, I think that the aces roll. I really do. Minus 10 and a half. It, I, I didn't know what number they was going to say that was really going to scare me off them, to be honest. Yeah, I think the Aces should cover, but the recent form does scare me a little bit. I like the under as my favorite play. I have no idea why the Mystics have a game that's in the upper 160s. I get the argument is, once again, on the road, their numbers are the pretty bad. I guess the Aces too, but the Aces scored 62 points in the last meeting. Now, yeah. I'm not saying they're going to score 62 again, but we took the under, we agreed on it, you locked it up for the Mystics last game because we know when healthy, this team is usually a top two defense in the league. They play yep. very slow, and I do think when you're looking at the Mystics going into this game, they have to slow the pace. If they try to run with the Aces, they're going to get buried, and the coaching uh -huh. staff knows that. I see the Mystics really trying to take the air out of the ball. A lot of ugly half-court possessions. But the last game they played, which was earlier last week, or yeah, was it last week or this week? I'm trying to remember. Either way, last week. It was it was recent. Yeah. The game landed 140. Like I understand you're expecting more points, but a 28 point increase is mm -hmm. a little bit too much for me. I'm gonna lean to the under. 
Like, I, I think that the Aces defensively have to buckle down a little bit, which has been a big reason why this team's been losing a lot of games recently. The Mystics, we know, are a very good defensive team, and they do not like to run at all. They have not liked to run for a long time. I like the under. 167.5 sounds way too high to me. I'm not sure this even reaches 160. There's a couple ways to get there, too. Even if the Aces score, like, 90 points, a very good offensive showing against a very good defensive team, are we saying that the Mystics are actually going to be able to reach 78 points? I'm not saying that. Like I think that I think this total is way too high. I'm on the under. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I, I'm I lean under as well, and I'm probably I probably will end up having a bet. I'm probably going to throw under. something on it. it yeah, it I think I, I think I will. It it, it just. Mystics, like you said, getting back to their slow pace. Last three games, and this is about the three games that they started getting everybody back. Uh, eighth in the WNBA in terms of pace. Now, the only flip side is that the Aces are first in pace. I Mystics, don't think they're that, number one in defensive rating in the last five games. Yeah, so back they're back defensively. They always give the Aces trouble. Again, last season, the only team in the league with the winning record against the Aces, and they got better this year by adding Brittany Sykes. And so, you know, I, I think that this is a spot where they're going to go. They're going to play this team physical. They're going to not lay. I don't think everybody's going to go out there. Like, I don't think Kelsey Plum's going to go out there and have a really good day. I think that they're going to throw something at Jackie Young. Like, on the perimeter, I think they'll be a lot better on the perimeter against the Aces. And, you know, Asia Wilson's probably going to just have a crazy scoring fest and pull this one away. So, even though I think the Aces win, I don't think this is that crazy. I win by margin, that is. So I think the Aces win and cover, but I don't think this is one of those crazy, you know, 100-point Aces game or anything like that. I can see this absolutely somewhere more in the uh, – what what gets me there? 90 to 70? That gets me there. I was going to say, I said like a 90-75 type game that still gets you at 165. And that's yeah. with the Aces scoring 90 against one of the best defenses in the league. Like there's yeah. – there's a lot of expectation of points, and I just don't see it. I, I, I don't like think the Mystics are going to score. Insane. I think the Aces defense. Is, I think the Aces defense is probably what we're really talking about in this game, and how the Mystics are unable to score. They need to play better based on how they played for the last week or so. So once again, the Mystics might score seventy. Like if they score seventy, there's no way in hell the Aces are. This game's going over. So I, I'm on the under. All right. What are you on for player props? The player prop angle, it's kind of tricky because since I do like the under, I think I am pivoting more towards unders in that game. I do like point got over for assists. I just want to get that out there because I Uh do think the Aces will be able to score probably 80-plus points. 90 might be pushing it, but I think 80 is reasonable. Do I think the Aces have a really good game plan for Deladon? Because their number's at 165 It's also tricky when you're looking at all the minute restrictions that the Mystics have had. So it is a little bit iffy here and there. It feels like Brittany Sykes has really been taking advantage. And she went over her prop again last game, uh, scoring 21. I don't know why I didn't give out Brittany Sykes 20 plus. I I have no idea why I was on on that. But it seems like while, you know, EDD has been a little bit more passive, you know, everybody else been a little bit more passive. She's been healthy, and she says, "All right, I'm gonna just go score. Like, I'm I'm good to go. All y'all ailing with something, but I'm good, so I'm gonna go score." Uh, I'm not willing to take her over though. I think this is a whole team under for them. If I'm not playing yeah. the unders, I'm not really interested in anything on that side of ball. Really, honestly, I do like point guard assists, but Asia twenty and a half at minus one thirty six is that just feels great. 
I think Asia is going to come in here and absolutely take this game over. Best player on the team. Two, lost two games straight. Back at home. Everybody's tired. Y'all have had a crazy schedule. You've been going through TSA a million times over the past month. Like, I, I think she's going to come out here. This this just feels like a 20, 25 and 10 game, something like that for her. I am tempted by the Atkins under 13 and a half points. It is juiced a little bit at like minus 140. But I want to read off the actual numbers for Atkins. She's gone over this number recently, but 13 points, 16 points, 7 points, 13 points, 6 points. It's at 13 and a half. So she's actually gone under this number in four of the last five. It's been close. She's also been on a minute restriction. She's played less than 24 minutes in each of those five games. Mm-hmm. But I want to read off the shooting percentages for Atkins recently. So you know what I'm talking about. One of those last games she game, was perfect, wasn't she? Last game, she was 6 of 7. Okay. Game before that, she was five of seven. And then two games before that, she was four of seven. So the volume's not there. She's attempted less than eight shots in four of the last five. And she doesn't really get to the foul line that much. She's been hitting a very high percentage of her shots. She's still going under. Like, I think 13 and a half is a pretty high number for Atkins, who seems to top out at 13 when she shoots very well. But the volume's not there. I'll take Atkins under 13 and a half. I like it. I like it. All right. Anything else here, Scott? I don't know. I think else. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's move on to lock, dog, and prop. Finish this out for my lock. I mean, it's a lot to like. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I think we liked every game. Yeah, we did. How do I want to do this? And that's why that's why I don't ah, I hate when we feel this confident. All right. Sparks gotta get on, but Seattle's troublesome. You want the Sparks first half to avoid the miracle cover? You can I get that like at I what, do. like four, maybe? I feel what I feel like this didn't I just say the other day that the Sparks were really good in the first half? I just took them that lap. So, you know, did you see how I lost that first half bit? I didn't lock it up or anything, but yeah, it was, I said I it liked it. It was an eight. Yeah, it was an eight zero run at the end of the half yeah. for them to tie it and lose the cover. It, it was sickening. It's just sickening sometimes, man. I hate betting. All right, what was I doing here? I'm looking for the sparks. Let me see here. Let me see if they what they've been doing in the first half. I feel like I just talked about this. I think they've been good overall. Home. They just screwed. Yeah, you decent game. ten eight. <sighs> no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna go aces. Okay. Yeah. I, I see a 10. Um, if you said 10 and a half earlier. I'm saying you can still take 10 if you want it. I'm trying to decide if I want aces or sparks. I'm kind of split between the both, honestly. I, I'll take, I, I'll roll the aces. I'll roll the aces. Aces minus 10. There we go. That's my lock. Aces minus 10. I said that earlier. I was already kind of looking that way. I just think that they, I really think they bury the Mystics. Like, I really think they get right, bury the Mystics. And then when is the next time they play after this? Do they have a game coming up? Uh, Let me check. Let me see here. Aces. I didn't have that in front of me. No, sorry. I got it right here. So the next game is on Saturday. So let's say, oh, so they do have a game coming up, but it's against the Storm. Like, is that a home game or a road game? Home game. So you get, no you get the chill. Then, so that's fine. The chill at the crib. 
get chill at the crib, and then wow, they end the season with Storm and then Mercury twice. Who the who made this schedule? Did y'all think the Mercury were gonna be that good? Oh yeah, let's end the season with back to back games with the Mercury. To be the fair, the Mercury had not missed the playoffs in like. 10 15 years, but we thought they would be really bad. (laughs) Like, they should really let us make decisions around here. All right, I'm waiting for the glass to break and you hear Diggin Smith running out of the (laughs) I'm telling you, like, I would be so in on a Merc, I would be so in on the Mercury next year if they fixed the relationship with Skyler Diggin Smith. I would be so in on retires, Diggin Smith comes back, they get Caitlin Clark. That's a really fun team. I I would be so in on them, I really would. If she if they fixed that relationship and she said she was playing, I would 100% be in on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, yeah. Minus 10 for the Aces. That's my lock. Okay, sorry for delaying that. For my dog, let's go to... Huh. I'm assuming it's going to be a prop of some kind. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know we all I'm like to take I'm not taking any of these dogs. Let's... Do we have a performance double? We do. What? Popular parlay well on Vandal. So you're telling me I can get NECA for 20 points and the Sparks to win at plus 230? Yes. I'll take that. That's That's that feels like a really good deal. I feel like I'm stealing. Okay. All right. So NECA Gumake 20 plus and the win plus 230. Don't even have to worry about margin. Just win the damn game. All right. And for my prop, I'm going back to Asia, man. Asia, 20 and a half points. She's a dog. She's going to carry them to the win in this one. I wonder what. That's probably not as fun as the Sparks. Asia, 20 plus and a win. 25 plus and a win is plus 230. That's actually kind of intriguing. But, yep, 20 and a half for Asia Wilson. So, just to run through my picks one more time, I'm taking Aces minus 10, taking Neka Gumake 20 plus points and a win for plus 230, and I'm taking Asia Wilson over 20 and a half points. Scott, over to you, my friend. All right, uh, so for my lock, I think I'm just going to go back to the total in that Aces game. I like the under 167 and a half. Until I see the Mystics actually participate in a shootout against the Aces, I'm not going to assume they're suddenly going to let the Aces score 95 points. I like the under in that game. I think that total's too high. Give me the under because of it. For my dog, I'm going to go to an alternative spread here, and I want to figure out how high I want to go without getting a baby dog sound effect. Where do I want to go here? Man, I'm telling you, if it's under plus 140, I'm... No, it's not going to be under plus 140. Okay. I'll, I'll take the uh, Sun minus 17 and a half at plus 185 on bet 365 you might be able to find better lines elsewhere but i don't have anything else in front of me so i'll use bet 365 uh-huh. for this one but once again i said the sun might bury this team by 20 we saw that the uh this the mercury were down 20 plus the half against the dream dream stopped caring and then the game ended up in the teens but the high teens i think the sun after losing two games to this team earlier in the year are going to bury this team Tarazi's not going to play. Cunningham's not going to play. Why bother? Give me the Sun to win this game by at least 18 points at plus 185. And for my prop, I'm going to go back to Atkins. I'll go with the under on Atkins points at 13 and a half at minus 142 on FanDuel. Once again, she's gone under regularly, and she's been shooting like 80% from the floor in the last couple games. Uh-huh. I don't think the Mystics are going to score that many points, but when Atkins is only taking about seven shots, there's no room for, ev- for error at all. Give me the under 13 and a half points. All right. 
I like it. I love it. So what? run through yours one more time. Okay, so, so my just... lock's the under in the full game in the Aces game at 167.5. Okay. My dog will be the sun, minus 17.5 at plus 185. And my prop is Atkins under 13.5 points at minus 142 on FanDuel. All righty. Here, he's at Right Show Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. We got 14 people looking at us on YouTube, youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast. If you go ahead and subscribe, you'll know exactly when we go live, and you can just hit the button when we go live. So like the video on your way out for those 14 people. For everybody that's catching this, wherever you get your podcast, please drop a like if you're watching this on YouTube. Leave us a review. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Five-star review and good words or bad words, but make it a five-star review. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast just going to end like this. Wait, no, because I didn't give out an underdog lineup. We're not ending the podcast yet. We got to do an underdog lineup. So... Let's see here. Underdog contest. Throwing in both of our props. So Asia over points. I mean, not over, but Asia. They, they, underdog be knowing. More than 21 and a half. 21 and a half higher. Higher for Asia Wilson, 21 and a half points. Do we have? I said Atkins under if they have it, but. They do at 12. It is a little. It's a little bit lower, but I say we I say we keep going for it because they've been pretty much on the mark. I don't think that the number has ever like been a bad beat for us. So if, the if we were going to lose, beat, we're going to riot, but it's fine. Yeah, if we were if we were going to lose, we were always going to lose. But it's never been like the number was slightly off and we yeah. missed the underdog number, but got the actual prop numbers. So. Just to confirm, by the way, we agreed that we were going to blindly run back the Griner PRA under. Or no? Yep, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. So there's our three. Two lowers and a higher. Whoa, we're getting crazy on this one. Asia Wilson higher, 21 and a half points. Ariel Atkins lower, 12 points. And Brittany Griner lower, 25 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Put it all up into the underdog contest. Put $100 into the contest. Walk out with $600. Let's do it. Now, No, nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.